On Opportunity Detroit, we like to take a look at the passing scene and the story of the great Susie Merchant, MSU's women's basketball coach stepping down for health reasons, caught our attention. Mark Hollis, the chief operating officer of Rock Ventures and host of JR Sunday with Mark Hollis, had a great conversation with Susie. Growing up in Michigan, um, has become familiar with the strength of Michiganders that make up our cities, towns, and villages. Susie Merchant um, recently announced that she's stepping down as the uh, head basketball coach of the women's program up at Michigan State. Throughout her career, um, just has been a giver at, at so many levels. Uh, good morning, Susie. It's great to have you with us. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Jason. How are you guys? Good morning. Well, we're great. We're doing great. I want to. I want to kind of take you back, and uh, I think it's always when you make a decision like you made, it's a good time to go back and reflect um, on everything. And I'd like to start with Traverse City. Uh, you, uh, three point or three sport standout up there. Hoops, of course, volleyball, softball, earning honors and almost everything. How did city, the village, the community of Traverse City really impact who you are? Well, I always say, you know, you're never a product of your environment. You're a product of the people in your environment. And, you know, I certainly felt like I hit the jackpot as a little kid and I didn't know it at the time. But looking back now, as you mentioned, reflecting on your career and reflecting on the people that uh, have been part of that journey with you, um, I know I wouldn't be where I'm at today without that and without those people. And there's so many to mention, you know, outside of your, my own family, but, you know, one person I've always stayed in contact with, and I think you'll appreciate this, Mark, is, you know, my high school coach has been um, like a second father to me. Um, Every decision I made in the business moving forward um, in basketball, I've, you know, used his counsel when I was thinking about stepping away and retiring, he was one of the calls that I made. And, you know, he just makes you still feel good about yourself. He takes me back to being a 15-year-old kid wanting to be an all-state player and earn a scholarship still. So it feels good to, you know, connect with people from from that place. That place is special. It's changed a lot, but it's certainly the people in it have uh, has always really embraced youth sports up there and made you feel important. No, we talked about that with Seth as well, with his coach at Farley Dickinson. Of course, Judd Heathcote um, was that person with, with me as well as my high school coach. You know, during the summer of 2010, you were inducted into the Traverse City Central Hall of Fame. Those are always great, great moments. Uh, four-year starter, three-year captain at Central Michigan. Um, you hold virtually every assist record um, known on that campus, and that goes back to my my opening statement of you're such a giver. Um, but a college career, high school career that really positioned you to be a successful coach. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I tell Gary, my husband, all the time, I'm like, you know, you married a point guard, a, a head coach, and a Leo. <laughs> you got the trifecta of someone that likes to, you know, take control mm-hmm. of things, I guess, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I, I think when you run a team, and, and you know this, Mark, you run many organizations, I think, you know, if you surround yourself with the right people, it uh, it only enhances maybe what you, you have the opportunity to give to it. You know, I mean, I have a lot of those assist records only because the people to my right and left will put the ball in the basket, you know. So it's, it's sort of a team connection, and um, I was blessed to be part of something there that, you know, allowed me to, 
to do what I did best. I wasn't a great scorer, but I could pass the ball and defend and run a team and kind of the, the true point guard, I guess, of it all. And so I, I really, you know, I kind of got into college basketball, and I've shared this with you um, in a little bit as an accident. My high school coach again said, hey, you know, I was I was waiting tables down in Gulf Shores, Alabama, having a good time after I graduated. And he's like, hey, there's an assistant job open at Oakland. It was a small Division II um, job. And he's like, you know, I think you should, should apply for it. And I thought, well, I'll go do that until I figure out where what's next for me. And just absolutely fell in love with it and had no idea. So if not for him again, the people in Traverse City, I don't think I'd be – I would have had the opportunity to coach at Michigan State. Now, when you talk about knitting the mitten um, and you start in Traverse City, you go to Mount Pleasant, um, the first job at Oakland, then on to Saginaw Valley, on to Eastern Michigan, and on April 30th of 2007, um, named the head coach at Michigan State. You are a true Michigander uh, in every sense of the word. Yeah, and and you all know this. I mean, doing that in this business in one state is almost unheard of, I feel like. You know, maybe I've had some God winks and some some opportunities along the way that uh, other people in our business haven't. You know, usually, usually, you know, for you to get to the position at Michigan State, um, not very often do you do that all on, on the rise in your own state. You have to go somewhere else. I mean, I was offered other opportunities along the way, and, you know, I'm grateful that I just was able to do my entire career in a state that I love, uh, surrounded by people that know who I am and um, help you know get me where I'm at. Hey, Susie, it's Jason here. I, you know, I just uh, as, as an athlete growing up and playing a number of sports and playing college golf, I have a massive appreciation for coaches and appreciate you. I, I, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer that good coaches are, are those that can change games and great coaches are those that can change lives. So congratulations to you on the lives you've changed. And, when I think about coaches, I, I got a question for you. What, what's it like to be working across, having worked across the hall from a guy like Tom Izzo? How's, how, how is that guy? Huh? Oh, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Is he but, a coffee or tea I, guy? I like, tell me a little bit about Tom. <laughs> you know what? Hollis can appreciate this. You learn, you learn a lot of different ways um, that swear words can be put together. <laughs> <laughs> it's super impressive, actually. Um, no, you know what, he's, he's, he says it like this a lot and I think he's a hundred percent right. I felt, feel like, um, you know, he's a division two guy, but he's in this power five BCS job. And, you know, that if you come up division two in small college, you get what that means. And I think, you know, he's always been the person that everybody goes to and he has time for everybody. Um, we became really, really close over the years, and certainly when this was transpiring, he was someone that I, I talked to. I think, you know, we all as coaches, and you know this, the game has changed a lot, and you, you roll with that. I think, you know, this transfer portal, you know, on the women's side in particular, maybe even more significant than NIL deals. I think the men deal with that a little more than we do right now. Um, you know, it just it's hard to build a culture off of one-year teams, and I think – for me, I was struggling with that. I didn't do it that way. I'm not sure I knew how to continue to move in a space that I didn't feel comfortable with. Um, and I used the portal. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just, I'm not sure I was the person anymore that could operate in that space. And I think, 
you know, in talking to Tom, um, he was someone that really understands the game. We both have been a head coach for 28 years. So we've seen it, you know, from its early stages now until this kind of new, new phase that we're in. And, um, you know, bless his heart for still, still rocking that space. I mean, I just, I really felt like I did all I could do and I, I wasn't in a space where I felt like it, it was right to, to continue. You mentioned NIL and its impact maybe a little more on the men's game, but what has the impact been on the women's game? I'm curious to get your initial take. It's still a little bit in its infancy right now, but what is your take on what's happened in the NIL space for the women's game? Yeah, on the women's side, I feel like there's a lot of still, I mean, as you can imagine, there's some powerhouses on the women's side, and, you know, those those teams are the ones that I think kids are, they've been drawn to anyway, but now you throw in the fact that, they have a little more NIL connections, um, whether it be within their towns or, mm-hmm. you know, certainly nationally. I think right now those are the, the women that are getting the most on the basketball side anyway. Um, you know, we've had local deals as well, um, you know, at Michigan State. But I think, you know, that's just starting to surface on our side. It's it's less of a factor. I think the portal has changed more of our game and um, teams than and certainly the NIL has at this at this point anyway. I think the men's side is a different story. I think you see a lot of teams in there that probably not only hit the portal, but the portal with some financial gain. So I think it's hit the men's side much harder than the women's at this point. Susie Merchant, um, you've impacted so many lives, um, not only in East Lansing, but across our state. The players, uh, 49 All-Big Ten, you know, 76 academic All-Big Ten. You look at the organizations you've been associated with across Michigan. Um, just just an incredible giving, and um, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. You're going to be missed on the sidelines there at the Breslin Center, but I'm really looking forward to what's next for you, Gary, Tyler, Brady, and uh, all that you do. I just can't thank you enough. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you both. Appreciate the time. JR Sunday with Mark Hollis airs every Sunday from 8 to 10 a.m. I'm Ann Thomas. Thanks for listening to Opportunity Detroit, and enjoy the rest of your weekend.